Warning, this podcast contains adult language. Cunt. You can't say that. You can't censor me. Sexual content. Oh baby, oh baby, oh baby. Please never do that again. Offensive material. Your mom wishes she swallowed. (laughs) And characters we don't own. Wait, I don't own Star Wars? I'm not a millionaire? (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. 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 Welcome to Plot What Plot, the podcast where we discuss the interior design of our mind palaces. Oh, that was a fancy one. I know. I'd listen to that, you know. I could live with that. Yeah. That's not what we do, but like, I'm not against it. Yeah, can we just do that instead? No. That, well, that could be what we are, but it's not. Um, <laughs> what we actually do is read and react to sex scenes in fan fiction um, and discover new kinks along the way, no. like tentacles. No. <laughs> the T word is banned. I mean, I'm assuming if you're listening to this very special final episode of season one, that um, you already know who we are and what we do. Um, do but- you know? but i will let them introduce themselves dylan hi i'm dylan lincoln and i wish i had another bagel (laughs) (laughs) hello i am crumpet aintree and i just watched dylan eat a bagel and now i'm bloody starving (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) and i am hallie rose and i am also starving but don't have any bagels in this house so (laughs) That's real Are you sad starving for some tentacles? The T word is banned. <laughs> well, we've had many tentacles throughout our season one, and yeah. this is actually our very last episode. That was a segue from me. Uh, <laughs> 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 and it involved tentacles, which is very apt. I kind of, I'm still trying to figure out what the segue was. And you've told me there was one, but I don't know what it was. I'm about to talk about the fact that it is the end of season one. No, but I get that. But how did we go from <laughs> tentacles to that? I missed the entire segue. <laughs> Once again, not paying attention to me. No, this no. is your role. Don't you turn this around <laughs> on me. <laughs> you don't pay attention. We do. We're the good doobies. Yeah. <laughs> well... As I was saying, <laughs> this is the end of our season one. So we've actually got a very special episode planned for you today. Um, yes. You probably noticed from the episode title that we do not have a particular fandom. And that is because we have all wrote a fic. Woo! Written. I'm getting in the mode for it. <laughs> not English proper, you know. <laughs> I'm not English in right good. <laughs> not English in right good. <laughs> so we've all had a different challenge mm-hmm. um, that we've had to write, except for me who just wrote whatever I wanted. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> she probably did have a challenge and just wasn't paying attention when we allocated it to her. Yep. So. <laughs> I do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go through them as we introduce each one. But first up is going to be me. Um, And I will give you the name of my fic, which is called A Very Bad Day. Do you have any (laughs) ideas what you think it's going to be about? Is it about the day that I agreed to join this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) No, because that was a treasure. (laughs) I think it's about feet sloshing about in wet mess. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't say whose bad day it was. (laughs) (laughs) 
So we know that if I was having a very bad day, it would be wet mess. Mm-hmm. What would it be, Crumpy, if you were having a very bad day, if this was a fic about you? I'm hungry in it. Can't get food. <laughs> and there's probably going to be tentacles, some any variety of fanfic. That's my bad day. Hmm, that's fair. Great. Okay. <laughs> Dylan, what about you? And it can't be political. <laughs> if this fic was about you, what would be happening on a very bad day? Well, I would have you telling me that I can't talk about politics. Okay, <laughs> so this fic is about today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and every other recording day. <laughs> and, every, and every time I hand the Twitter over to you. <laughs> I will tell you, it is about somebody called Jemima having oh. a very bad day. Of course it is. Is is Jemima perchance the butt mouth? Jemima is the butt mouth. Right. So avid listeners who have listened from episode one, <laughs> <laughs> there was a fic in which there were multiple mouths and Jemima <clears throat> was the mouth we invented in the butt. She was the butt mouth. I'd just like to amend that statement. There was no we about it. <laughs> It was all you. It was all you and we were (laughs) along for the journey. (laughs) As with all of your characters. Well, now I've had free reign of uh, my character. Awesome. Well, I say free reign. Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Wayne. Free him. Free him, Hallie. So I've had free reign, um, but we were given a word limit of 400 words each. I may have gone over, but only a tiny, tiny bit. It's actually... Mm-hmm. Oh, same Z's. Yeah. It's 478 words, and it's a very abrupt oh. ending. Okay. Um, because <laughs> I didn't know how to end it. I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> so it's now going to be a saga, basically. Excellent. Mine was also a, an abrupt ending, but at 412 words. So it will be continued. Mine's got a beginning, middle, and end, fully formed piece of prose, and (laughs) it is 422 words. Listen, we'll get to yours later. (laughs) This is about me and Jemima. (laughs) Let me have my moment as a writer, a creative. Please don't judge my writing based on this, by the way. (laughs) Judge it. Are we ready? Yes. Mm, I don't know, but carry on anyway. (laughs) A Very Bad Day by Hallie Rose. You can find it nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't read along. You just have to listen to me. (laughs) Jemima was not having a very good day. One might even say she was having a shit day. (laughs) Of course she was. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) This is how it's going to go, is it? Okay. All right. (laughs) One might even say she was having a shit day, but Jemima was not a fan of puns or humour in general, and there was frankly nothing humorous about being the butt mouth. I just think that you've... I'm Jemima. (laughs) (laughs) I've been seen. (laughs) That morning, there had been a meeting of the mouths, and Jemima had once again raised the issue of mouth placement. Nobody. <laughs> In case you're not getting it, Jemima isn't happy about being the butt mouth because it's a shit place to be. Yeah. She's a very self-aware shitter. Yeah. 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 There had been a meeting of the mouths and Jemima had once again raised the issue of mouth placement. Nobody had shared her level of enthusiasm. <laughs> but she's not enthusiastic. She's enthusiastic about complaining. <laughs> I feel like you modelled this on me and I'm, or I don't know if I'm happy or sad about that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm a butt mouth. That's it now. Identity crisis is over. I know who I am. <laughs> I knew it. Nobody had shared her level of enthusiasm. You're talking crap, Neckmouth had claimed. And Torso Mouth had laughed along until Mouth Mouth had called for order. (laughs) Jemima had pursed her lips, informing them of their immaturity, only for Torso Mouth to claim that there must be a stick stuck up the arse, causing her... (laughs) (laughs) It's so on the nose with all of it. But also, why don't the rest of them have names? 
Because Jemima doesn't think of them as people who have names. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Only for Torso Mouth to claim that there must be a stick stuck up the arse causing her superiority complex. Jemima had found that an analogy particularly displeasing. <laughs> Jemima had returned to the butt in what they claimed was a tantrum, but what she knew was simply a purposeful stride slash shuffle because she is a mouth with no legs. <laughs> How does that shuffle work? Like, I've just got to, I've got to figure this out now because is it like each corner of the mouth moves forward so it's more like a waddle or is it like mouth on floor, open mouth to move forward, close mouth, open, like a slug? Ooh. Maybe the slug one. The slug one. Yeah, if I had to walk around like that and live by a butt, that's... Personally, I was thinking of whichever Among Us... I'm thinking Cyan um, is just <laughs> twerking whenever Jemima has to move. <laughs> He's got no control <laughs> over his own butt because Jemima's on a mission. Jemima's got... She's got places to be, people to see, you know? <laughs> Other mouths to complain to. Exactly. She'd spoken with Spiffy for a while. (gasps) Spiffy! Spiffy was the butt ravioli Mm -hmm. from Captain America. (laughs) She'd spoken with Spiffy for a while, mistakenly assuming that as a butt ravioli, he'd share her frustration. However, he was so enamored with the bubble butt a.k.a. Captain America's bubble butt of freedom that he inhabited. (laughs) (laughs) But all he had offered was a wealth of positivity that she had no interest in. She had abruptly ceased all communication. (laughs) She ghosted. She butt ghosted that bitch. (laughs) It's not about that spiffy life. Fuck you, spiffy. You take that top hat far away from me, girl. Not having it. (laughs) She was in the midst of envisioning quitting and finding another body to inhabit when it happened. What? But also, can I please just talk about the hiring and firing process of a butt mouth? Like, <laughs> does the the butt mouth, um, like, does he know, look, does, who, wait, who had the butt? Whoever cyan, whatever, whatever what it was that had a butt mouth, do they, can they not poop until they can recruit? Well, mm. no, because the mouth is kind of like an extra, like it's next to the arsehole. So it's oh, like, it was, yeah. I'm thinking of like mouth, mouth is like in charge because they're like mouth, mouth, yeah, king mouth, right? Mm-hmm. And then butt mouth, I guess that's kind of where all the newbies go, right? Like you start in the butt and you work start, your way up. You got to work your way up that business. That makes yeah. sense. So then, does that mean that's someone's fair. got a cover shift until they recruit a new butt mouth? Yeah, I think so. And I reckon right. probably like torso mouth is probably like not needed, right? Yeah. Torso mouth's like that like that middle management line that you don't mm. really need there. But no, torso mouth is very necessary for an imposter. Yeah, no, but this isn't this is like not just imposters. This is just people with multiple mouths in general. Okay. So actually butt mouths are rife across all species. Yeah. Okay. I mean Obviously, you're in a very privileged position here that we don't usually have because you're speaking directly with the author. Ah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you can understand, you can get the context of this brilliant mm. piece of art. <laughs> ah, yes, brilliant. Yep, that is the word that I would have chosen. <laughs> she was in the midst of envisioning quitting and finding another body to inhabit when it happened. Good afternoon. Absolutely top-notch day, wouldn't you say? The owner of the voice surprised her. Her human had been going through a dry spell, items only exiting the book instead of entering. There had been one... (laughs) I love the use of items. (laughs) (laughs) There had been one unfortunate incident incident with a tentacle, but Jemima had ignored that in favour of preserving her sanity. (laughs) Smart. Jemima's me. You did this on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) The name's Billy, he continued. And I must say, you look marvellous. Absolutely spiffing. Oh, Billy the business cock. Welcome back. Welcome home. (laughs) Jemima took a second to take in his appearance. It was difficult, what with him popping in and out at a rapid rate. Oh. (laughs) Because it's sex. (laughs) His little top hat was slightly skewed. But even so, Jemima had the distinct impression that he was a businessman. A classy cock of sorts. She hadn't been aware that those existed. I mean, preach. Stop reading my diary. (laughs) (laughs) And they're making characters about me. (laughs) I must say, you're a surprise, Billy continues, apparently undeterred by her lack of greeting. 
A jolly good one, though, if I do say so myself. He's cocky. (laughs) (laughs) Jemima pursed her lips, resisting the urge to smile. She had to press herself flat against the wall as Billy changed angles, blushing as he came ever closer to her on every thrust. So, the business clock continued, since we've been thrust together like this, what do you say we get to know one another? Can I just interrupt for one second? He's being, there's there's sex going on, right? So it's like a repetitive motion. Yeah. But you're talking as though he's just stood next to her having a conversation. I feel like there's got to be more either urgency or like it's got to be like this. You know, he's going in and out. He's only going to get close enough to her. But that's just, you know, my opinion. Well, this is their daily life, right? So like I'm thinking of it like the humans who own these items they're like totally into it to them this is just like oh hello here i go in and out like it's just like that's just their daily life they're just living their normal lives this isn't sex to them no i just mean the rate at which they're speaking no i just what do you mean they're this isn't sex to who to billy to billy business cock and jemima the butt mouth this is just their daily lives they're just like this is what they do every day they're not feeling Ah. it like it's sex they're just like sentient beings in their own right but so is is he muffled when he's not within the ass Mm. yeah i mean i think it depends if they're going all the way out because that's very aggressive to every single time go all the way out and back in you know can you give me a line of dialogue because i have an idea of how i think you should be reading this just (laughs) from a director's point of view okay so the business cop continued since we've been thrust together like this, what do okay. you say we get to know one another? So I feel like it should be like, so, since we've been thrust away like this, like it should go backwards <laughs> and forwards, you know? Because <laughs> he's talking closer and then slowly getting further away and then he's coming back and then he's getting further away. So Billy the business cock is being put into Cyan's butt, mm-hmm. um, but Jemima the butt mouth is not actually Cyan's mouth. So, I mean, Cyan's butt, so Billy isn't doing, like, Billy should be muffled this whole time, unless he's been pulled out. I think she's gone in. She's in there. She's the butt mouth. She's in the butt. Jemima went inside the butt? Yeah. Yeah, that's where she lives. She's the butt mouth. I thought she lived next to the butt. Oh, so, oh my goodness. So we've all had a different point of view for this entire season. (laughs) Oh my God, we didn't know where Jemima was. Because I thought it was like a external above the butthole. Same. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, she lives inside the wall of the butt. Yeah, she lives there. She's just like, this is my home. Mm, I feel like you're incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am the author. You don't get to tell me I'm wrong in this instance. You just get to exist <laughs> in the world I've created where mouths live inside of butts and they're all sentient beings and cocks wear top hats <laughs> and say words Yay. like spiffing. <laughs> So, the business cock continued. <laughs> Since we've been thrust together like this, what do you say we get to know one another? Jemima laughed despite herself. Apparently, when attached to a cock wearing a top hat, she found puns moderately humorous. <laughs> the end. She liked puns. And you ended it. You did tell us it was abrupt, but I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, it's just abrupt. To be continued is what I ended it with. I'm proud of you. I've got questions. Okay, hit me. So we've got Jemima the butt dwelling butt mouth, right? We've got Billy the business cock, which is just a cock attached to a person, right? Yeah. Who's the bumhole? Bradley. <gasps> what does Bradley have to say about this? Nothing. His mouth is full, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so are you telling me, Crumpet? No, you that take right, that back. I right now in this moment. In this fic that I wrote, you have invented a character. Crumpet cannot take your call right now. Please leave a message after the beep. Crumpet has, in fact, created Bradley the Butt. Bradley the Butt. I am so proud that this here on our final episode, (laughs) this has happened. We have embraced it. But that was my fic. That was a very bad day. To round off, do you want to say one word of what you've taken from that fic or how it made you feel inside? I have a sentence. I didn't Mm -hmm. ask for a sentence. I asked for a word. You're going to get a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I would like to formally request that you stop reading my diary <laughs> and using me for inspiration for your butt-dwelling characters. <laughs> but otherwise, I really enjoyed it. Hallie will respond to your request within five to ten business days. Thank you. <laughs> it was certainly a trip. <laughs> I'm proud of all of us for not knowing where exactly Jemima was and that we all agree that Hallie is incorrect with her placement of Jemima. Um, All is a very strong word. (laughs) Do we all think maybe I am going to become a published author? Yes. I need to know what happens next. I need the full series. Great. And I love that obviously there was never going to be any wet mess. No. No, no. You are allowed to become a published author as long as I become your kept boy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the Jemima Chronicles coming soon to a bookstore near you slash maybe just, you know, (laughs) self-published on Amazon (laughs) slash Google Docs. (laughs) Maybe just table three. (laughs) Wattpad. Maybe Wattpad. (laughs) Yeah, I think Wattpad is definitely <laughs> going to be where that lives. But next up, we have Dylan Lincoln. So yes. Dylan was set a challenge um, for his fic, unlike me, who is an artiste and got free reign. Dylan <laughs> was set a challenge here in that we have taken 10 mank slang, Manchester slang words, um. And we didn't tell him the meaning of these words. We just yep. asked him to write a fic and incorporate as many of these words as he could into this 400-word fic. So the words that we gave him were Newtons, Salfords, Kecks, Mint, Skrykin, Dibble, <laughs> Snide, Cadge, Orchid, and Gaff. Um, and we didn't give him any context. Um, but we did say... <laughs> If he was struggling to use them, he could substitute four of them for words that he'd learned this season. So slash, taking the piss, Sega, (laughs) (laughs) and courgette. Um, So we gave him some leeway. So I'm real excited, Dylan. Take it away. I just I I did not use snide in the fic, but is that not like a snide remark? Yeah, yeah. That's not slang. That's a word. It's mank slang. So like you call someone snide, like oh you being snide, you being tight. But that's not that. That's not slang. That's a a proper use of the word. Well, it's slang here. What? <laughs> that's not how that works. We will not be questioned. You were given your words and you will accept <laughs> them as such. <laughs> if we want to claim them as mank, we'll claim them. Okay. So my fic requires some audience participation. It is Ooh. untitled. Tweet us or email us with the title of the fic and what fandom this should be. Because none of the characters are named either. So. Okay. And Crumpet hey. and I will do the same at the end as we've heard it. Okay. All right. The question pulled a sharp sigh from the brunette's lips. A full year into living in the UK and he still had no clue how to respond to it or why anyone felt the need to ask him it as frequently as they did. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. <laughs> that wasn't one of your words, but I appreciate it. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. May or may not have pulled that from my own experience of being on fucking Grinder over in Manchester and just right. not understanding why. How am I supposed to respond to this? What are you looking for? We'll do an example. So mm-hmm. I'm walking up to Crumpet. All right. All right. All right. All right. So it's hello. Yeah, yeah. like you don't actually, re- like in my experience, you don't use it to really start a conversation. Like it's just, if you like, it's almost like a head nod when you see someone yeah, you acknowledge in the street. Nod. You just tip your head slightly. It's like, all right, you've acknowledged right. each other's existence. It's just like in passing greeting. So then what's the point of using it on a hookup app to start a conversation? I'm not sure. It's a bit like in the olden days, like tipping a hat, you know? Hmm. It's almost like an introduction. It is more yeah. like just saying hello. Hmm. Mint, are you coming in or not? <laughs> I do not understand how you've used that. Is that a name? No, he's saying he's mint. Oh. Oh, well hmm. done. 
What did you think it meant? I don't know. He's fine. Yeah, you kind Good. of used it. Yeah. Like, because there's it's two you- different ways, right? Because there's like, yeah. someone's minted, as in they're rich. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, like, oh, that was proper mint. Like, yeah. it's like a exclamation of how good something was like oh it's well good yeah well good yeah so you've kind of used it in an underwhelming way but you have used it correctly (laughs) yeah Yeah. that was a very good description (laughs) so yeah I think you get I think actually even though all right wasn't on the list I think you get a point for all right because you yeah that was fun and I think you do get a point for Mint. It was underwhelming, but you get a point because you did use it in the right context. I win. <laughs> Anyone who thought being hangry was bad had obviously never experienced the sensation of being horngry. One could What's easily that? be fixed. <laughs> horngry? You're angry because you're horny. One could easily be fixed, while the other required more drastic measures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get your kecks in a bunch. Oh my god! Oh. You, you have used it right. Oh! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> so what the fuck is a keck? <laughs> uh, like pants. Ah. But it's more trousers, right, isn't it? Yeah, they're, not... they're trousers, so get your kecks off. But some people will use it as underwear, so it can be either, really. It's the classic yeah. pants-trousers situation, isn't mm. it? Like you just, it, it can be used as well, kecks officially their trousers but yeah. it kind of works the way you said you got it close enough it makes sense the way that you've used it <laughs> came the somewhat raspy reply from the much older gentleman as he set foot into the flat his eyes Ooh. falling immediately on the almost comedically intricate contraption that loomed before him what? <laughs> oh my god i know what's coming i know it you must have lost your newtons if you think i'm getting into that oh, oh no okay <laughs> It's really unfortunate if he has lost his Newtons because of that. Okay, so what you actually said there was, you must have lost your teeth if you think I'm gay. (laughs) Please explain to me why teeth are called Newtons. We don't know. We don't know. It's just Matt. It's just Manchester. We've just, that's just what Newtons are teeth. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it's actually from Mancunian rhyming slang. Newton Heath teeth ah newton heath is a place in manchester yeah interesting i don't that makes me think of and i i I can't i can't do a manchester accent but mama mia sounds like you're saying mom i'm here yeah mama mia oh my god yeah (laughs) mama Mama mia Mia. (laughs) i'm never gonna unhear that (laughs) i love how you say that not in a mank accent (laughs) (laughs) but i can i can hear it yeah (laughs) His words trailed off and he ran his hand along a row of feathers on some sort of belt. What, what am I even ha- looking wait, at? <laughs> wait, what is he even looking at? We've got a contraption. We got distracted by the words here, but there's there's a yeah. young there's a younger guy who's obviously having a hookup with an yes. older guy. Yes. And the older guy wait, who has the contraption? Who owns the contraption? <laughs> the youngish man. Right. So the, the youngish, youngish man. the youngish one has some sort of contraption that has feathers. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what weird sex things have you encountered <laughs> that has feathers? Not to worry. This is for me. All you have to do is sit over there and drink that glass of milk like we talked about, yeah? What? What? <laughs> contraption with feathers i actually genuinely feel like we're just reading a normal fanfic <laughs> what is happening and i've now firmly got like a bird stuck in my head oh god i'm like a bird <laughs> i want to do my milk <laughs> i don't know where my teeth are <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome Breath held, he waited to see how his guest would react. It wouldn't be the first time someone thought he was just taking the piss and dibble it <laughs> out of there. <laughs> when they fo- when they found he was all wait. too serious. <laughs> okay, wait. Say that again? <laughs> Breath held, he waited to see how his guest would react. It wouldn't be the first time someone thought he was just taking the piss and dibble it out of there when they found he was all too serious. I missed the dibble. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, so 
You said it wouldn't be the first time that someone was taking the piss and just police officered out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of prefer your <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I'm dibbling out of here. See you later. <laughs> so yeah, Dibble is like the police. So it's like, oh, the Dibble are coming. Why? Because uh, there is a, a like a, what is this? Like Officer Dibble or something? It's like a... Yeah, but that's top cap. Oh, I think it. No, you're right. According to Urban Dictionary, after Officer Dibble from the legendary Top Cat cartoons, it's now Manchester-based slang for the police. We best get off. The Dibble are coming. Interesting. It's almond milk, right? A curt nod was all the older man got before he was ushered into what appeared to be one of those little school desks. Knees tucked <laughs> halfway to his ears. He. <laughs> so there's a tiny little desk. Some yes. something with feathers. And, and almond milk. And milk. <laughs> yes, almond milk. <laughs> right, okay. okay. Knees tucked halfway to his ears, he watched his host climb through a maze of various wires and appendages until finally he strapped himself into the contraption. <laughs> Here goes nothing, he thought, and threw back the sweet liquid. The moment the glass <laughs> touched his lips, carnival music suddenly filled the room. Soft oh, at first. <laughs> literally (laughs) soft at first but quickly growing in volume nearly drowning out the mechanical sound of the machine coming to life beneath it all were the odd combination of laughter and moans coming from his host who was all but invisible now that the machine was up and running still he kept drinking as instructed some small part of him wishing he stuck to going to salford's today instead of this strange apartment (laughs) (laughs) okay so Salford is a place in Manchester, well, mm-hmm. Greater Manchester in general. Um, but in this, ah, I was right. No, because <laughs> no. it's it's singular. Salford is singular. You said he'd stuck to going to socks today. <laughs> but no, Salford is socks. So um, yeah, but good good try because it is. Epic. Maybe he was going to a store that only sold socks. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you don't know his life. But can I just ask logistically, who yes. is in the contraption? <laughs> the youngish man, right? So because he's the host, right? Okay, and yes. but and so the the older <laughs> man is just drinking the milk while this guy's yes. in the contraption, right? And okay. the milk is what is making the contraction go. I'm worried about your brain. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about your imagination. <laughs> also, a contraption sounds so ominous. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I feel like we're entering a um, Saw movie style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm scared. But the message had been all too intriguing to pass up. Of course, that was before he saw the tentacle drop down from the ceiling to the sounds of clown laughter and even louder moaning. <laughs> the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? You didn't even explain what the contraption was. I don't even know what his kink is. Why is the milk controlling it? What is happening? Is this real life though? I don't know if I'm awake or if you know if you dream like where are we right now? The game of Mad Libs, I think, allowed you to get sort of get under the radar with how bizarre that story was until the very end. Like it just suddenly was like, oh, it's all the weird at once. Is this like a kink you have secretly? What, confusing people? Yes. No, like, whatever this... Why did it have feathers? Because <laughs> they're tickling him. And why did the almond oh. milk make it go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this is such a view into all fanfics. Like, we're sat here analysing it, like, why? And they're just like, I don't know, because funny. <laughs> Uh, but it makes you think of like authors that you had to study in school and we're yeah. like oh yes they're they're making a stance on this particular point and, we're, and he's like i don't know or, or they're like i don't know that is my favorite thing because i always say that like in school and you were like the curtains were blue because it represents depression and all of this and like i bet if you spoke to the author they were just like just like blue just like blue's my favorite color Okay, um, if you're listening to this and you are confused about um, the, the what this contraption looks like, I am going to ask Dylan to potentially draw this and post it. None of us can draw, but we'll that. Yeah, I can't draw for shit. 
but we will try <laughs> to give you a visual of this contraption that he has yes. invented that is controlled by <laughs> drinking almond milk. Yeah. Um, Let's just say the almond milk was pressing down on a button that stopped it from going. Okay. It was just an, an like the younger guy invo- invited an older guy around for no reason. It was just he liked <laughs> to make somebody drink milk whilst tentacles came down from the sky and he was dressed in feathers. <laughs> no, he's not dressed in feathers. He's wearing he's being feathers. Tickled he's tickled by a conveyor oh. belt of feathers. So that's what I was going to ask, actually. Why does he need another person there if he's just all about this machine? Is it because is that his king? Someone watching and drinking <laughs> milk whilst he gets tickled by feathers and whatever the tentacle was going to do? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We don't even know who it is. I would like to offer you my heartfelt gratitude and thanks for stopping at the tentacle (laughs) and not continuing that line well so here's what you forgot this is going to be continued at the end of season two not fair (laughs) (laughs) i take back my gratitude okay well that was dylan's um crumpet do you want to give sort of a just a quick word sentence if you must and um of how how you felt about that <laughs> betrayed really betrayed i thought he had my back with a tentacle there and right i see it's actually I see. just prolonged torture you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm concerned for dylan's boyfriend for one and i would like to say <laughs> boyfriend that i know is listening if you need any help or support um feel free to, to reach out to me. Um, <laughs> if he ever asks you to drink almond milk, we're here for you. Um, <laughs> if he ever starts to play carnival music um, during, we pray for you. <laughs> Just dibble it out of there if he does. Just dibble, dibble it out of there. <laughs> I'll go through, just in case anyone was wondering, I'll just quickly run through the rest of the list that Dylan didn't mm-hmm. get to. So we had Newton's, Salford, Kex, and Mint, right? Um, yep. So, Skryken, which is crying. I did almost have the old man crying into the almond milk just to bring it back <laughs> to the <place. laughs> So you'd be like, oh, stop Skryken. <laughs> um, we had Dibble. We know what snide means. Mm-hmm. Cadge is like, oh, can I catch a lift? So it's not quite like steel. It's like a cheeky ask. Um, and then our kid, which is a sibling. So you'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, our kid said this. Um, and then gaff is house or wherever yeah. you live. So like, oh, do you want to come back to my gaff? Interesting. Um, but obviously these are Manchester slang. So these aren't the official versions of the word. They're how we say them in Manchester. But yeah, that was the end of Dylan's. I enjoyed that, Dylan. I'm very worried for you and your boyfriend, but I truly enjoyed that. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. (laughs) And next up, and we've saved it till last because who knew at the start of this podcast, she would be writing her very own fanfic. Mm -hmm. We have Crumpet Aintree. Yeah. Welcome to your moment. I've never been so proud. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and a privilege. Um, <laughs> is what I'm not going to say. <laughs> so Crumpet wasn't giving a, given a specific challenge. She was just asked to take everything she's learned mm-hmm. from the fanfic she's heard and what she's learned so far about fanfiction, because obviously she was a complete noob um, mm-hmm. in the fanfiction world, and to yes. combine that into a fic. So what we're going to get is how crumpet sees fan fiction yes i would also like to know i did write this a while like last week and i've not looked at it since so (laughs) if it doesn't make sense that's fine because that is also how i view fan fiction (laughs) do we have a name oh we do on a description Mm -hmm. oh okay wow this is by crumpet also cannot be found anywhere except for on my laptop and will be burnt and destroyed as soon as it's been read it's called the alfresco orgy. Ooh. Mm. I know. B. Oh, you guys are going to love this. <laughs> or you're going to hate it. I actually have no idea because I don't, I don't know. Have you actually written an orgy? We'll get there, won't we? Oh my God. We'll get to it. Now, I also have a description for this. You've heard of going wild in the aisles, but what about wild in the wild? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Loving it so far. 
absolutely could fit right in on um, dare I say it maybe even AO3 maybe you flatter me like mine (laughs) mine was definitely fanfiction.net Dylan's full on Wattpad (laughs) what are you trying to say might be I'm saying that you invented a contraption that works when you drink (laughs) almond milk (laughs) (laughs) don't know if you're prepared for this and I don't know if I'm prepared for this and I wrote it so (laughs) he looked into his wife's gleaming orbs her iris was green with speckles of brown around the pupil those eyes are what he noticed about her when they first met and now here she was lying on the blanket underneath the (laughs) midsummer sun I mean I caught orbs (laughs) (laughs) Orbs. beads of sweat rolled down her clavicle the blanket was puckered at one edge. Oh the no! Was... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love a good puckered blanket. Oh. Just gotta, you've gotta throw those words in there if you're writing a fanfic, you know. If a fanfic, definitely, it's all about orbs and the puckered holes. But puckered mm-hmm. what about puckered orbs? Oh, maybe for <laughs> chapter two, she may get pink eye, and then her eyes are puckered. <laughs> we'll see. Oh. Okay, so beads of sweat rolled down her clavicle. The blanket was puckered at one edge. The ground was uneven beneath his feet, but this didn't matter. Everything was perfect. Your voice that... right now sounds like on like BBC Radio 2. Like you're, re- <laughs> you're reading next like... Up, next up, we have a classic. I've forgotten every song I've ever known, but that's the one I'm going to play. <laughs> Enjoy. That nub, that perfectly formed, erect nubbin. It caught him. <laughs> It called to him, called like a siren in the depths of night, singing softly. He knew what lay beneath. He could feel it in his loins. He knew it would be sweet and also satisfying. He knew he had to have it. His hand trembling, his breath catching in his throat, he reached out, but he hesitated. He knew it would happen (laughs) next. He took a deep breath and clasped it between his thumb and his index finger. He teased it ever so slightly. The anticipation was building. There was no way he could hold out any longer. He knew she wanted to be opened, to be spread, spread wide to expose her moist pink sex. (laughs) This was her purpose, after all. This is why he was here. Her lids popped open and he breathed in the scent. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Did you say? You said lids. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I appreciate Mm -hmm. the nod. (laughs) You get where I went with that, right? Yep. We Um, got a Rocky Jr. over here. Oh, hey. What? Um, Dad wrote a porno reference. Oh. Salute. (laughs) Her lids popped open and he breathed in that scent, sickly sweet. He had her juices on his fingers. They were almost sticky. No, not sticky. (laughs) Slick. Ew. (laughs) His fingers were slick with her juices and he loved it. He loved nothing more than being out, wild in the wild. He took the plunge. His short dagger dove deep-ish. Into the her honey jar. Dagger? Oh, penis. His short dagger dove deep-ish into her honey jar. <laughs> he pulled out feverish- feverishly as he was overcome. White spooge covered her pinky. <laughs> covered her pinky? Her pinky. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about the pinky finger? No. Ah. You're, it will all become clear. It's very. It's going to wrap up very nicely. It's very purpley prosy, isn't it? Is that what you've mm-hmm. learned from fan fiction? All about the yeah. purple prose. You don't need to get to the point, and often there isn't a point. That's what I I've think. learned. <laughs> he pulled out feverishly as he was overcome. White spooge covered her pinky. She was oh. ready. He moved his face towards her region and inhaled deeply, oh. like it was his last breath on this earth. Please stop sniffing each other. <laughs> He could feel the heat radiate and he basked in it. Basked. Basked in it. Basked in it. How does how do you say that word? I'd say, but I talk, I don't talk good. So yeah. <laughs> I'd say, so I'd say basked. No, that's how you say it. Basked in it. It's because Poshy over here wants to say basked. Yeah, and it doesn't work and that's why I got confused. He basked in the bath. He basked in the bath and then took a long walk on the path next to the grass. Okay, so I'm lost. I'm lost too. You're going to get it, all right? And if you don't get it, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he could feel the heat radiate and he basked in it for just a second. His lips began to tremble with anticipation. He licked and licked his cream until it was almost all gone. Ugh. This was always his favourite part. He began to nibble the edges of her treasure. He shuddered with delight. The air was thick with the scent of her wet heat. Not that it mattered. They had the whole field to themselves. The deed would long be over before anyone stumbled upon them and their bliss. His wife looked up at him as he said, I'm some bloody nice scones, Margaret. As he licked the jam and cream off his fingers. The end. <laughs> it wasn't sex at all. He was doing, he was eating scones. You see? Do you get it? No, no, that was about sex. That was him opening the jam jars. He got the cream out. The dagger was actually a knife. You're welcome. <laughs> I I genuinely don't know what to say. I think what we can take away from this is all three of us need help. <laughs> it was just a little innocent picnic. Well, if we can maybe we can learn a lesson here about the dangers of purple prose. <laughs> <laughs> because what could have just been a simple sentence of he prepared a scone and ate it became a four hundred word sex that sex became a, <laughs> a four hundred word fic that was we thought was about sex. So that, you know, that's a lesson learned about purple prose. Don't say in 400 words what you could have said in five. But you should have guessed, though, the fact that I was very easily reading all of this very sexual stuff that it was never going to be about sex. But I thought, like, because it was you that had written it and because you were taking the mic and using all, like, stupid words and making it really flowery, (laughs) I thought, like... I thought that's why you weren't having any trouble with it because nothing was surprising. <laughs> you wrote this yourself. But actually, it was just about a picnic. <laughs> well, see, I don't accept that it's just about scones. Look, I thought about this very carefully. Let me let me break down the imagery that I've used. Okay. Right, the eyes and stuff, that's fine. He's laid out his blanket. It's a bit crinkled, so it's a bit puckered at one edge. They're in the field. The field, the, you know, the ground's not even. That all makes sense. That's all self-explanatory. <laughs> Now the nub, I've envisioned him with those great big serving bowls that they have, you know, where it's like the big silver service and they lift the lid off. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. That's the nub, nub. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he was so excited for these, um, these scones that he just couldn't wait to take it off, but then was scared about how much he might eat. You know, he was just too keen for the scones. So that's what he did. He opened it up. And then um, the spread, the spreading and showing the pink sex, that was just putting jam on a scone, you know? Spreading that jam, left, right, you know. You get I, it. Will, you feel I it. will maybe critique that a tiny bit in that jam is not pink. Strawberry jam. Is red. Is with a thin layer. Red. With a very thin layer. <laughs> I know, I did think about red, but then I was like, it's going to then go down the period route. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's going to be too much for them. <laughs> So where did the heat come from? They're fresh out the oven. They're in a field. But they were in that silver dong thing. So like they've been kept Silver dong? I don't know what it's called. Okay. We'll just call it a a silver serving thing. Yeah, and it had a lid. So when the lid came off, it's like, oh, the steam from these hot, fresh scones. That lid would not keep them warm for the 45 to an hour minute long drive that they have to get to the field. Why is it all of a sudden... An hour yeah. long, 45 minute drive. That's their field. This isn't New York. You could, I could walk to a field in like two minutes. That's a lie, but I live in town. A private field, ma'am? But they're farmers. I didn't see any farms or any fields when I was visiting Manchester. Well, luckily for you, you're speaking to the author and she knows their backstory. Yeah, and then when he, his spooge is actually the cream and he was just... He put it on and was licking the cream off the top of a scone, which is gross behavior, but he did it anyway. I think it was very clever. Like, weirdly well written for us, <laughs> for Thank purple you. prose. Um, I think maybe you should try a hand at actually writing something. No, thank you. That immediately makes my skin feel weird. So I won't be doing that. <laughs> it's about food or nothing. It's about innocuous situations being made to sound sexy when they're not. People would pay for that. They would. Would you like to pay for my fanfic right now? No. No. Oh. Well, guys, this is it. 
this is the end of season one that was our final episode that was everything crumpet has learned from fanfic summed up in her own fanfic yeah i'm so proud of you thank you what fandom do we think it was hallie Mm. well his wife's called margaret so it's the crown yeah well they live on acres of land (laughs) sorted done and they love us going I'm sorry that we didn't guess the fandom for Dylan's fic, but we were really distracted by the feathers and the whole contraption situation. But um, that will be something we will ask you. What fandom do you think Dylan's fic was from? Can you give it some characters? Because Dylan didn't. So maybe you can do it for him. Crumpet didn't either. Margaret, I gave you a lead. Yours could be Breaking Bad though. I'm thinking Sherlock. Sherlock could also work. But that is it. I'm ending this. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> no, so that is it for us. Not forever. <laughs> for for our very first season. Um, and we do want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening to us and interacting with us and having fun with us. We've had a lot of fun, even if Crumpet complains every five seconds or so. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> so what is going to happen on this, this break? We're not going to be gone for very long. We will be back and posting... A new episode, the start of season two on the 26th of March. So just in a couple of weeks. And until then, what we would love for you to do is let us know what fandoms you want to see. If there's any fix that you've seen hanging around on the internet that you think would be amazing for us to cover. And also if there's anyone or any other podcasts that you would like us to potentially collab with. But just as a quick sum up what have you both thought about season one what are your like final thoughts well for me personally there's a lot of stuff on the internet that I didn't need to know about and now that I do I actually don't feel any worse off I wouldn't say my life has improved any (laughs) but it has actually not been as traumatic as I thought that's fair okay Dylan what about you what have you felt over the the last however many months weeks we've been doing this season one It's been an interesting trip down memory lane because like I've been part of fandom for the majority of my life. So I was there reading fan fiction back in the Wild West days of the Internet when anything goes and just everyone (laughs) was trying to out weird the other. It has been a lot of fun and I'm excited to jump into next season. Amazing. for the final time if you listen to us and you like it make sure to rate review and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts Um, and also don't forget to follow us at pwp on twitter pwp cast on instagram and you can email any fit to pwpcast at gmail.com and we'll see you on the 26th of march bye friends bye